Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Your host is Michelle Beck. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, thrivers, their friends, and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Michelle Beck. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Michelle Beck, and this is Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. I am a two-time and nine-year survivor of breast cancer. I am the programs assistant at Breast Friends of Oregon. And when I have time, you can find me on social media or my blog, I Never Liked Pink. So today is one of my favorite types of shows. I'm talking to a woman who has battled cancer and come out on the other side stronger and decided to create an organization to help others. So my guest is Michelle Stravitz. She is the CEO and co-founder of Two Unstoppable. They One of their taglines is making fitness connections. And that really says so much about the organization. They want women who have experienced a cancer diagnosis to to move their bodies and exercise. And they have found a way to create this organization, which focuses on exercises, especially made for those who've gone through a cancer diagnosis, but also has social support. So fitness was always a part of Michelle's life, but it really wasn't until she went through a diagnosis of triple negative breast cancer, which is, can uh, scare even the best of us, but seven years ago, and she has come out on the other side so much stronger and fitness took on a whole new meaning for her. So we're going to get into that. So Michelle, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Yes. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself, the, the non-cancer side, because we'll get into all that. Sure. Um, Well, I live in Fairfax, Virginia, which is a suburb of Washington, D.C. I am the proud mother of four young adult children. They're all in their 20s now. Um, That's impossible. You 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 don't you look like you're 40. (laughs) My youngest just turned 21. So, wow. um, Yes, I do have four um, young adults. I love this phase of having young adult children. um, So I'm enjoying that. They're scattered all over in different cities. Um, I also have a very small dog at our house and I live with my husband in Fairfax. Well, thank you. I am also enjoying the pleasure of having young adult children. My husband came with four. So I have four bonus kids, um, 17 to 23. I'm I'm really bad on the dates, but um, we took two of the middle ones and their significant others to an escape room a few weeks ago. So the six of us, we had such a blast. And now that they're not teenagers anymore, they're so pleasant. (laughs) Those can be really fun. And it's a fun family activity, um, you know, working together and trying to solve a problem. I love that. Yes. We had a great time. So let's talk about your cancer diagnosis, which started, you know, and at the time, I'm sure you were not thinking about, oh, I'm going to start an organization later. It's getting through the cancer. So tell us about your diagnosis and what treatment you went through, please. Absolutely. So it was um, almost seven years ago, uh, June of 2015. I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. And um, a lot of us say, you know, it's the one you don't want to get, but uh, it's a very aggressive form of breast cancer. And so fortunately I had excellent medical care. And within a week I started very aggressive treatment um, for, for breast cancer. I did 20 weeks of chemotherapy, um, four different types and then took a little time you know, to recover and then did a lumpectomy, a large lumpectomy with oncoplasty. And then I had 30 um, sessions of radiation. So again, nine months of very aggressive treatment. On the other hand, um, I'm still here. 
Yes. And it's funny at the time when you're going through it, it's, it's all you can do to, to literally get up every day and deal with your treatment and your family. And it's exhausting mentally and physically. And, but you made it through. And now we look back on it and you're like, okay, well, I made it through. It was, it, it was awful, but you know, it wasn't so bad. I try, I try to tell that to, to people who are recently diagnosed and that like, there is, there is hope you, you will get back to a state of somewhat n- a normal life ish. That is very true. I actually counsel a lot of women who are diagnosed, um, particularly women who are diagnosed with triple negative, cause it feels a little different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, women are often sent to me both through, you know, formal cancer support organizations, as well as informally. And I always tell women like, you will get through this one day at a time, one step at a time, just keep moving forward. And, um, we all have to be patient with our bodies. And it, it is, we were talking prior to the show about cliches and it, but it does sound so cliche that time does heal, but it really does. And just putting one foot in front of the other. And that leads us to one foot in front of the other, moving your body. Tell us about two unstoppable and how that came about. So it's really something that came out of my own personal experience. Um, when I was going through chemotherapy, and that was my first um, treatment uh, regimen, my oncologist, I was one of the lucky ones whose oncologist told me to keep moving. She said that I really did need to do some exercise during treatment, might have to do it a little more gently, but I should keep moving. She actually said that the more I move, the less fatigued I would be. And for those of us who have been through any kind of cancer journey, cancer related fatigue is tremendous. It is um, both a result of the treatment, but also a result of the worry, the lack of sleep, um, and sometimes even the steroids that then keep you up at night. So um, there's a, there are many, many reasons why um, people suffer from cancer related fatigue and exercise is the number one treatment for that. So from the very beginning, my doctor was telling me that I should try to keep moving. And I was lucky enough to have a cancer support center nearby that had some exercise classes that were specifically designed for cancer patients. Why is that important? Number one, because I was worried about germs during chemotherapy. So pre-COVID, I, you know, the mm-hmm. cancer community was always worried about germs. So I didn't feel comfortable going into a regular gym or even a regular yoga class where I was next to other, really close to other people and potentially um, susceptible to, you know, getting a cold, which could have been dangerous for me during chemotherapy. So first of all, I was going to a place that felt safe in that way. And then secondly, you know, we have side effects and we have impacts of our treatment. And so I felt a lot safer working in a place with a, an instructor who was certified in cancer exercise. So that's another important element that there are instructors, there are fitness professionals who are certified to work with cancer patients. So for those reasons, I was lucky to be able to access classes like that. And sometimes it was just a gentle exercise class, like a yoga class. Sometimes it was a walk with a friend, but I did whatever I could because I'm a rule follower. So I listened <laughs> to the doctor and I tried to keep moving as, as much as I could. And what I recognized was not only that it did help fight some of the side effects from chemotherapy, it also made me feel a little more normal. It made me feel a little bit more in control. Mm -hmm. And it also encouraged me to be out there and get some social support. So for example, one of the things that I experienced was I had a friend who had, um, gone through the cancer journey. She'd been diagnosed about three years before me and had come through it, as you say, come to the other end. 
And she would come and walk with me occasionally. So um, I was a little uh, worried about walking by myself because what if I didn't feel well and, right. and I was out there by myself. So I really wanted people to walk with me. So she would come and we would walk and then she could mentor me. We, she would give me support in understanding, you know, what is it like to, to have a lumpectomy? What was her surgery like? What was the recovery like? And then what's it like to do radiation? And how does that look at, you know, going every single day? So again, we sort of walked and talked and provided both that motivation and support to exercise, but also that social support going through that process. Um, exercise also helps to fight anxiety and depression. So, you know, when you're worried, if you just go take a walk, you can feel a little better. So I personally had that experience of, of just knowing how beneficial it could be to walk with a buddy. Um, I actually ran into another old friend or someone I had known from my kid's school while I was going through treatment. I ran into her at a cancer support class and it turned out that she was also going through treatment. And so she and I also set up a time to walk regularly. So every Friday morning, she came to my house, we would walk the two of us and my dog and we would talk. And then we were sort of peer to peer, you know, going through it together and talking about the life's milestones that we had to go through, picking a wig for her daughter's wedding or picking a hat for my daughter's graduation. So we were kind of going through, and we recognized again, the power of combining that social support, that buddy support with exercise. So a lot of it came out of my own personal experience. And then when I was done with treatment, I attended a whole host of webinars and classes on survivorship. Mm -hmm. so I was suddenly in this new phase, which is not easy for those of us. No, it's, survivorship. survivorship can be just as hard as actual treatment because you, you go through your treatments, your doctors and your team do what they're, they do what they're supposed to do. And then they say, okay, bye-bye. We'll see you in six months. And you're like, well, what, what do I do now? Yes. I have all these side effects. Yeah. My body is different. My emotions are different. My heart is different. How do I get through this? And we, I talk about that all the time. Survivorship is hard and finding we're all trying to adjust to a yes. new normal and also say, well, what can I do to reduce my chance of a recurrence? Because that's what we're all worried about. Yes. What can I do to increase my chances of survival now that the doctors aren't doing that aggressive treatment anymore? So during that phase, I went to a whole bunch of, of classes. One was on nutrition. One was on fighting chemo brain. One was on exactly what you talked about, the emotional roller coaster of survivorship. Um, so I went to all these different seminars and in every single one of them, they told us to exercise. And I remember that really struck me how important it is to keep moving and to exercise after cancer. So that's when I started to learn how important it was. And that's really when I made it a priority in my life. So I recognized that it would help me recover from my side effects prevent, it would, it would actually lower my risk of recurrence. Women with breast cancer who exercise regularly have a 40 to 50% lower chance of recurrence. They have 40% better survival rates typically. And that's based on a, a whole host of studies. And it's actually uh, recommended on the American Cancer Society website, you know, to try to exercise 150 minutes a week. So what I started to learn was how important it was, how much it could make a difference, how much it could help me. And so again, I made it a priority in my life and I found my own sort of regimen and schedule of what worked for me. In the meantime, I had also, as you said, survived a life-threatening illness and I wanted to do something meaningful. I wanted to give back. I was so grateful and lucky to have 
in my area, exercise classes for cancer patients. And so I got together with a friend, the same friend that you, one of the friends that used to walk with me, Ilana mm-hmm. Gowerman, and we started talking about how to help other women. And so we said that we realized most women are not getting the exercise they need after a diagnosis. Not all of them are hearing it from their doctors. Not all of them know how to access it or have access to those classes. And frankly, it's just, it's hard. It's It's hard. hard. And it's hard to get motivated because especially after treatment, you're tired, your body hurts. You have a variety of potential side effects and staying on the couch is a lot easier than getting up and moving our bodies. And that is the worst thing that we can do. So tell us about how, so what is, okay, sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. This is, this is my cancer brain going, there's so many questions going on in my head. Um, so you and Alana, you're, you're realizing that there's just not things out there for most women. So keep, keep going with the two unstoppable, how, how you got there. Sure. Thank you. So we realized that most women were not getting the exercise they need. They didn't know they needed to do it. They didn't know how to access it. And frankly, they needed motivation, support, and accountability to get moving. As you said, it's hard and it's hard to motivate yourself. And frankly, years ago, they used to tell cancer patients to just rest, you know, just stay on the couch and rest during treatment. Now they're telling us to get moving. So we started talking and we formed two unstoppable And the reason we have the number two is because at the core of what we we created was an online fitness buddy matching program. So the experience I had had in the fitness buddy, you know, the walking buddy, someone to, to get up and get me to come out in the morning, right? If my friend wasn't coming on Friday morning, I probably wouldn't have gone. Or if I had gone, I would have walked for 10 minutes, not 40 minutes, because I had someone with me to pass the time and to encourage me to go further. So we realized the power of a fitness buddy. And so at the core, we started with this free online fitness buddy matching program. And so it's it's that particular thing that Two Unstoppable offers is literally, it works like a dating service. Um, Mm -hmm. Women who are interested in getting a fitness buddy can go online, fill out a profile, And then once they've been approved, because we do have sort of a safety approval uh, process, um, they can then search and look at the other women in the system and say, oh, she has a similar diagnosis to me, or she has similar fitness goals as me, or she lives in my zip code, or she's in the same phase of life as me. She's going through the same treatment as me. And so they can find someone that meets the criteria important to them. And then they can message a buddy and try to, you know, buddy up for fitness. So we have women who actually exercise together, like they live in the same zip code or the same area. We also have a lot of women. We have women signed up from all over the country who are exercising virtually with someone or simply providing that motivation and accountability to exercise. So saying, you know, today I did this. What did you do today? Um, And so they or some walk and talk together on the phone. I've done that. So there's a lot of different ways that women are buddying up. So that's one of the things we started offering. And that was back in um, 2018 that we launched our online buddy system. So we're actually this month, we marked four years since we launched the online fitness buddy matching program. Congratulations. You birth of two unstoppable. You guys were, were ahead of your times using the, the virtual aspect, which we all really had to transition to two years ago. <laughs> so That's it wasn't great. that, I mean, you wasn't that you guys had to change that much. You already had these programs in place 
and we're able to move forward with that. So, and you, you are a nonprofit, but there, there are obviously things that you have to pay for, for various, you know, that you guys on the back end need to pay for, because there's only so much, you know, financial support you can give of, of your own volition at certain times. That's right. Um, yeah, we were very lucky in finding incredible partners in developing to Unstoppable, and we've had the benefit of a lot of pro bono services that have been provided to us. We do rely on private donations to support our work and some grant um, you know, support. So we do have some private foundations that provide us grants or organizations. So we do, that is, that is true. Um, we um, have been offering this online fitness buddy matching program um, at no cost to women since 2018. And since then, and we can talk about it um, further, we've offered a whole host of other um, offerings um, to help women get moving. And they all combine the concept of oncology exercise with social support. You know, the, the fitness buddy matching program in particular, if you, if you read the research, there's tons of research that show that a fitness buddy will help you to maintain a fitness regimen, to work out a little bit harder, mm -hmm. to push yourself, to keep it up, right? That is definitely, um, there's tons of research on that. And there's actually lots of ways to find a fitness buddy. There's even apps that do that. There are also lots of opportunities to find um, someone else who has gone through the cancer experience and will provide peer-to-peer -peer mentoring. Um, there are lots of, you know, cancer buddy programs out there, but there was actually no program that put the two things together. Mm -hmm. So there were no programs where you could find a fitness buddy, but specifically a woman who had gone through the cancer journey. Um, and that is something that's particularly unique to, to Unstoppable. Um, the only other organization doing something similar. And again, we were lucky enough to partner with them. There's a researcher at the University of Toronto, and she had developed a project called Active Match, where after all of her research, trying to figure out behavioral changes for women who have had cancer, who are looking to exercise, she came up with this fitness buddy matching program as well. So um, we do partner with them and we stand on the shoulders of their research. Great minds think alike. And you're really, you're providing accountability is so important, especially when trying to exercise, because if you have someone who's outside waiting for you or waiting for your call, you're going to get off the couch and you're going to move um, really quickly before our break. Tell us your website and how people can donate on your website if they want to. So the website is www, the number two, two unstoppable. Um, so it's the number two unstoppable.org. And there's a donate button right on the website. Perfect. Um, but it's also where you can find out about all of our programs. Great. And we're going to talk more about those programs after break. So listeners, stay with us. We have a lot more to talk about and programs to dig into with Michelle. So you can go on their website and donate, but you can also help donate to Breast Friends to ensure that women don't go through cancer alone. You can text BF Radio to 41444, or you can donate on our website. On our website, breastfriends.org, you can also check out our patient programs to see what we can do for you. So stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 
or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Hello again, I'm Michelle Beck, and my guest is Michelle Stravitz, CEO and co-founder of 2unstoppable.org, which, whose mission is to improve cancer outcomes and provide fitness programs and connection for those who have gone through it. So Michelle, we've been talking a lot about how you started 2unstoppable, but I kind of want to take a step back for a second on really the overall benefits of exercise, even before, but especially after cancer. So I love to talk about this. Thank you for asking. Um, look, the the general population, we all know we're supposed to exercise, right? So one of the things we often say is, you know, exercise is good for everyone and we should all do it more. But this is especially true after a cancer diagnosis. And this is a time in our lives when we're looking to take some control to help ourselves to improve our own outcomes and our own quality of life. So there's a lot of ways that exercise can benefit us. First of all, there's been a lot of studies that literally show that exercise changes our body's chemistry and makes it a less hospitable environment for cancer to grow. So exercise has been shown to prevent um, certain types of cancers, but once you've been diagnosed, there are lots of statistics that show that it helps to reduce recurrence and again, improve survival. And there are certain cancers that have been researched more in that area or less, but in all cases, it can benefit us. Then there's the side effects that we go through that we experience based on our treatments. Now we have to do the treatments. They're going to save our lives. But many of us who have been through this know that there are some side effects that are difficult during treatment. And then there are some that linger for years afterwards. And mm-hmm. we're not always so aware of that when we enter into treatment because we have no, to do it. because but- we're doing the treatment because we, we want the cancer out of our bodies. We want to save our lives. 
And for me, I, I went through two different cancer diagnoses. I didn't have chemo either time, but my side effects come from the medication that I'm on. And literally I have all, all of the listed side effects and it really makes it hard for me to move. Yes. So, um, some of these treatments make it more difficult to move. They also make it, um, it's also a motivation to try to find a way to move effectively and safely. Um, treatment can impact our bone density, exercise combats that and helps to improve our bone density. And that is so important um, for me, chemo threw me right through menopause. And then I had bone density issues afterwards that I had never had before. So exercise helps to combat that. Treatment impacts our muscles. So we, one of the statistics that I found very alarming is that in the course of 10 years of aging, all else being equal, we might lose three or four pounds of muscle mass in that course of 10 years. You can lose that much muscle mass in six months of chemotherapy. So we're, you know, when I finished chemotherapy, I remember there was just like nothing left in my arms, uh, muscle wise. So um, again, we have to do some sort of strength or resistance training to build back up that muscle and you can build it back never as fast as you want, but you can build it back. So it's important to build back our muscles that actually also helps us fight illnesses when our muscles are healthy. Of course, we talked earlier about cancer related fatigue Exercise is the number one treatment for cancer-related fatigue in so many ways. You will actually feel better if you get moving. And some days you can't. Some days you can barely walk to the mailbox and that's okay. But on the days when you can get moving, it's great to try to, to move a little bit, even if it just means taking a 10 minute walk. Um, we also, many of us who have done radiation or had surgeries, we have issues with tissue tightness and flexibility issues uh -huh. and mobility issues. It's important to get our bodies moving and to keep moving. I have lingering tightness on my left side where I had my treatment um, that for the rest of my life, I've got to move that part of my upper body every day. My surgeon said, you'll have to move it every day to, to keep your mobility. So mm -hmm. exercise helps to improve and get back our mobility. Um, for those of us who have been through chemotherapy, there's the illustrious chemo brain. Exercise has been shown to, to combat chemo brain and then help recover from it. So um, anyone who's having cognitive issues or brain fog, exercise can help help with that. It gets our, yep, me too. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, absolutely. And, and it was one of those things that I just didn't realize was going to happen, but no question about it. I felt differently afterwards. So I exercise um, to help combat my chemo brain. It can help with digestive issues. It can help with all sorts of physical manifestations of our treatment. So Exercise, again, helps to combat and help you recover from many, many side effects of treatment. Now, in addition, many people, many survivors experience anxiety and depression after a cancer diagnosis, very often during that early survivorship phase. It's a tough mm -hmm. time. And exercise has also been shown to combat anxiety and depression. So again, there are so many different benefits from like a macro level in terms of those percentages of survival rates and recurrence rates lowering in terms of um, impacting your body's chemistry as a, as a environment that is not hospitable to tumor growth. Mm -hmm. And then again, all of these specific um, side effects. And the truth is that people say, you know, what's the best reason to exercise? 
So for all the things I just talk about, whichever one of those motivates you to get off the couch, that's your reason. Each of us just needs to find our why. I love that. Let just that's in the notes. And when I, when I post clips of this, find your why. And you just gave 10 reasons as to the possible whys. And for those of us who've been through cancer, they're all so, so important. So what makes your program different than other exercise programs out there? So that's a great question. Um, first of all, one of the things um, that we do is we work with certified cancer exercise specialists. So we work with people who have been trained to work with cancer patients. There are specific trainings in the yoga world. There's yoga for cancer. There's special training in Pilates. There's special training for doing personal training or regular fitness classes. And so we work with fitness professionals who are trained to work with cancer patients. You know, it's the oncology exercise space. Um, why is this important? Again, safety. You have to know how to work with someone who has had a port. You need to know how to um, modify if someone is at risk for lymphedema. You need to know how to work with someone who has neuropathy and so on and so forth. We hear from so many women. Yes, my doctor told me to exercise. So I went to the gym. <laughs> I told my, my, the, the trainer there who was showing me how to use the equipment that I have neuropathy. So I'm a little bit worried about holding the weights. And the trainer didn't even know what neuropathy was. Or right. I, they said, my surgeon told me I'm at risk for lymphedema, but I should exercise. And the trainer didn't know what lymphedema was. Well, they were scared and they never went back. Mm -hmm. You need someone who understands your risks, your vulnerabilities, and what you need to do to recover. So there's the, you know, the American Cancer Society has very specific recommendations for people who have had a cancer diagnosis. Generally speaking, 150 minutes of exercise a week, including a couple of days that have some sort of strength or resistance training. Now, mm -hmm. when I say that, people get, oh my God, 150 minutes, I can't do it. Let me tell you, that is not all or nothing. Every two minutes counts. So if you get up and move for two minutes, that counts. And if you walk for 10 minutes, that counts. So two minutes or 10 minutes is better than zero today. So anything you can do, even if you can't meet the 150 minutes a week, to me at the beginning, that was very, very intimidating, but whatever you can do to get moving. So we are all about helping women both with this education, right? So understanding the things I just talked about, but also motivating them, helping to provide support in doing that and provide accountability. So we actually have what we call our secret sauce is oncology exercise. We are women centric. So we serve any woman who's had any cancer at any time in her journey, but we do specifically focus on women. Mm -hmm. Most of what we offer is on the virtual env um, environment. So we're offering Zoom classes and, and online programming. So it's, again, oncology exercise, women-centric, virtual environment, and we're always combining social support. So whether it's the buddy system or group cohesiveness in a class or a meetup where we talk about you know, how we can motivate ourselves or ideas to keep moving during a pandemic, it's always combining those four things. And that is one of the elements that's really unique about us is I love that together. And um, I saw something yesterday on social media. We're going to get more into your programs. But one thing that I saw yesterday was two minutes of marching. So one of your coaches, Stacy, and I, I, I believe it is you do 
two minutes at 2 p.m. on Tuesdays because of That's the two. Right. And I love that. And that would be Eastern time. So I, I saw it probably earlier than that. But literally, like anybody can get up and march for two minutes. And that's one of my hurdles is like, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time. But really, you can find two minutes or 10 minutes to do it. And that is something that I need to be better about. Because And after I'm going to do that. But having your organization with those little snippets and your other programs is really, really impressive. So I know from looking at your website and, and the materials we've discussed previously, tell us about Two Unstoppable Strong. So Two Unstoppable Strong is a program that we are incredibly proud of. It is one of the, um, if, if I can say a blessing of the pandemic, um, it was a program that we were able to launch during um, the fall of 2020 because women had started to become comfortable with exercising on the virtual platform. So that enabled us to, to provide an offering, again, a, a, an exercise class that could be accessible to anyone from anywhere on the virtual platform. So Two Unstoppable Strong is a program that um, is a small group, progressive, strength and flexibility training program that is offered um, over a for women who have completed treatment within the past year. So that first really important year of survivorship. So if they've completed active treatment, you can still be taking an aromatose inhibitor or some sort of maintenance medication, but as long as it's not um, you know, significantly impact your impacting your life and you're, mm -hmm. you're able to move on. You do have to get a, a physician clearance in order to participate, but it's a 10 week program during that first year after active treatment has completed. And it, um, the class meets once a week on zoom as a group, it's small group. So it's limited to 10 women and each woman does a personal assessment with the instructor prior to the beginning of the class that allows the trainer who's again, oncology exercise uh, certified to personalize within the group setting. So if you have specific risks, she can modify the exercises for you. So first she has a curriculum she's using, but she does customize it for the 10 women in the class. And then within that, she's able to give each individual participant unique modifications as they need them. So depending on what their specific treatment was, their specific recovery process was, and their specific physical um, needs are, she can again, personalize within the group setting. So they meet once a week on Zoom, they're given a recording. So they are asked to do the same class once or twice more during the week. And they're also given some recommended walking regimen. So you can keep walking in between uh, the classes. Every woman who participates is assigned a buddy within the class. So you've got that buddy support Mm -hmm. as well as the group itself creates their own cohesive supportive um, network and they can motivate each other. Some of the groups actually meet together on Zoom to watch the recording. So they'll exercise together virtually on their own. Um, some of them even have walking um, you know, uh, challenges that they, they do, or they'll report to each other. I walked this long today, or I walked this many steps. It's very much about what you can do and it's not competitive at all. So it's an amazing program that meets you where you are. It helps you launch into fitness in a healthy, safe way. And you get 10 weeks of really effective training from a specialized trainer. 
Um, this has been incredibly powerful and effective. The beautiful thing, again, is it's available to any woman um, across the country. Um, they're offered at different times. It's all on our website under www.2unstoppable.org under Move With Us. And that's where you can find this program. Now, in June of 2021, after having offered this through, for almost a year, we actually launched another version of Two Unstoppable Strong that is for women living with metastatic cancer. So that's a population that is also often underserved in the exercise community because mm -hmm. there are many um, considerations um, when they exercise. So this group is limited to six women. It's a six-week class. And it is targeted for women living with metastatic cancer. But once again, it's still small group progressive with strength and flexibility components. It is um, personalized within the group setting. And again, it incorporates that social support. So it's working with our secret sauce, oncology exercise, um, virtual environment, women-centric and social support. Um, again, it's been a very effective program. We do have a researcher from Rutgers University doing an evaluation of the program. So we have a formal research evaluation going on and um, women can optionally participate in that so that we can study and improve the program. That's amazing. And I really appreciate the, the metastatic cancer program. It's, it's such an underserved community and more and more women are being diagnosed metastatic and younger and people, women who are in their twenties and thirties and forties who may have been very active. And I'm sure they think, oh, well, I have metastatic cancer. I can't move now, but it's so important to help longevity and attitude and so many things about really making the best possible cancer outcome. So much appreciate, much appreciated. Sorry about that. My little we've stomach. Gotten, yeah. We've gotten great feedback from the women who have participated again, expressing that they didn't think anything like this existed for them. So they're very grateful that it's available to them. They feel safe. They feel better. Um, and they just love that there's social support incorporated into it. Now, really quick before break, I want to talk about something you mentioned before was lymphedema. So mm -hmm. what are concerns about exercise and how can women who are experiencing lymphedema still move their bodies? So each woman is unique and many women who have um, been diagnosed specifically and treated for breast cancer are at risk for lymphedema. 95% um, of women who have who are, who are at risk or have been treated with something that would cause a risk for lymphedema can still exercise safely. And in most cases, it is actually important and can actually prevent them from um, getting lymphedema. But you have to work with a cancer exercise specialist who's trained in doing things safely. So they know how to prevent you from putting too much pressure on your hands or your wrists or your arms. Um, they might, for example, do a plank or a push up differently for someone who's at risk for lymphedema. They'll, um, again, always get a physician release so that your physician is guiding you on what is safe. And many women will exercise with a sleeve for an extra precaution. Perfect. And if you need a sleeve, you should always check out Lymphedivas. I think they have the cutest sleeves, but totally non-promoted. But if you want to sponsor me Lymphedivas, please do. Um, so we do need to take another quick break. So listeners, if you would like to be my guest or share your warrior story with me, you can email me at michellebeck at breastfriends.org. We'll be back in a minute. Stay with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. 
We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Michelle, and my guest is also Michelle, Michelle Stravitz, CEO and co-founder of Two Unstoppable. So, Michelle, we've talked about some of your programs, the 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 fitness buddy, the um the strong, the move with us, but what I know there's more. So tell us what else you you offer. Yes, thanks for asking. I love talking about everything that we offer women. And one of the reasons we offer a whole host of different kinds of programs is because there's no one size fits all, right? There's no one type of exercise that works for everyone. There's no one class that works for everyone. There's no one time of day that works for everyone. So we try to um, provide a lot of different offerings. We want to be a leading provider of oncology exercise programming with social support. So every woman with a cancer diagnosis can access the tools she needs. So again, we offer a whole variety of uh, opportunities. One of the things that we've um, started in, uh, we started in 2021 was a 21 day fitness challenge. So every month we have um, our fitness director who's a cancer exercise specialist curates a um, 21 day fitness challenge. You get it every single day. You're, you're, there's a suggestion of what to do. There's often a couple of different levels. So if you're feeling tired today, you can do it a little on the little lesser side. And if you're feeling a little energetic today, you can do a little more. Um, and you can always modify within that for yourself. So we do these challenges. You've given, you're given every day, it often takes 21 days to, to create a habit. Um, but it's, it, creates this environment where you think of yourself as someone who exercises every day, even if the challenge just takes a few minutes. So sometimes the exercises that we're given just take five minutes. Sometimes it's suggesting how much you can walk each day. Sometimes it's cardio, upper body, lower body, planks, walking, um, whatever it is. Um, each month, it's a different theme. And if you miss a day, there's still a few more days left in the month where you can finish it up. So it's okay, right? If there's a day when you just can't do it, so you make it up. Um, so we have these 21 day fitness challenges. Um, we even have like a little um, chat group that if you sign up, you can be part of that and people support each other. Like I did it today. How about you? Who's doing it? Did you find it hard? Or sometimes women will send pictures of themselves doing it or pictures of themselves walking. Um, so each month we have a different themed um, 
challenge and women sign up and participate. Um, every um, challenge uh, comes with supplementary videos. So if there's an exercise that she's telling us to do that day, there'll be a video of how to do it or recommendations of how to get it done. So that's a really nice way that some women have found to get themselves moving, as you said, just a little bit at a time every single day. And every, like I said, every two minutes, every five minutes, every 10 minutes counts. Um, and one of those, the things that it does again is to think of it as one of the mantras that I say is, what are you doing for exercise today? What can I do to move my body today? Whatever it is. And if you, if you sort of get into the mindset of thinking about that every day, it can be very helpful to, to again, create a habit of exercise. I'm definitely jumping on board on that one because I need someone to tell me what to do. Because if, if, if I, the odd chance that I actually have time, I'm like, well, I, I don't know what I want to do. And then I'll end up doing some other project around my house or something on my computer. And I end up not exercising because I don't have a, a guide or, or motivation. I, mean, I know I should, but that doesn't mean I'm going to. So I need, I need that accountability. So I, I'm going to go sign up for all the things when we're done here. <laughs> you should take a look at the challenges. They're super fun. And again, they combine that exercise with social support because you can sign up for the chat group and be seeing, you know, when you see that someone else did it today, you're kind of, oh, I got to fit it in today. I want to be able to say that too. So mm -hmm. we have found that for some women, those challenges with the social support can be incredibly effective. And it, you know, turns into this whole fun group that we, you know, talk to. Um, we also offer throughout every month, again, virtually um, on Zoom, a whole host of drop-in exercise classes. So they are, um, they range from yoga for cancer. We offer a Pilates class. We offer a Zumba class. Um, we offer um, actually two Zumba classes. We offer a bar class and we're about to introduce dance party, which is a dance class um, set to music. These are basically offered, you know, each type is offered typically once a month. And the idea is for women to have the opportunity to try new modalities of exercise in a safe, effective way that's easy to access. So if you've never done Zumba, you can try it and you can know it's safe for you with cancer. Um, and then if you love it, you can go sign up on your own and do more Zumba classes. Or if yoga for cancer is your thing, or if bar is your thing. So it gives women a chance to try um, different forms of exercise and figure out which one works for them. And again, they're always taught by someone who's experienced with the cancer population. And um, it's with other women who have gone through that experience as well. You register for the class, you get the Zoom link and you can show up. Um, so those are a nice offering. And again, we are always building our schedule and it's all available through our website. Um, we also do a monthly newsletter that keeps women informed. So for, for many women, knowledge is power. So we share important articles, we share blogs, we share all the events that are going on. We share news in the cancer exercise world. We always share the, the challenges in that newsletter and, I, and tips for working out with your buddy. So we do provide a monthly newsletter. All you have to do is give us your email. We never sell or share the emails with anyone else. But again, it's an opportunity to stay informed about Two Unstoppable's offerings. Um, we also do virtual meetups. So typically once a month towards the end of the month on a Sunday evening, we will do a meetup. It is not just a regular support group. We do focus on the topic of exercise. 
We will help to give each other ideas. During the pandemic, people were sharing ideas of how to keep moving in their own apartments. There are like videos for walking where you're looking at a trail, but you're actually marching in place in your own space um, or other ideas for staying active during a pandemic. Um, we've talked about, um, we've had uh, speakers to talk about books they've published, or we've had physical therapists talk about mobility um, recommendations. So we often have a guest speaker. We've had physicians come as guest speakers. We've had researchers come as guest speakers, and then other survivors who have had um, extraordinary experience in the exercise world have come as guest speakers. So we encourage people to join our meetups. Anyone can come. Often it's the first time they've encountered Two Unstoppable and we always do introductions. So again, we're helping to build a community of women looking to stay active together. And last, we also have a blog. Um, I know you have your blog. We try to blog occasionally about the topic of exercise. And one of my favorite um, blogs that I wrote was about the joy of movement and how movement um, not only provides a joy, can provide a joyful experience, but movement actually creates more connection. So not only does social support help us move, right? Like if that person shows up to walk with you, you're going to do it. But walking helps us connect with other people. And that can be very important because a cancer diagnosis can be isolating and we need to connect with other women. I think that's what Breast Friends is all about. Mm -hmm. Just really showing that you are not the only one is, is huge. So you've mentioned this whole host of programs that you have in different ways to, to get involved with Two Unstoppable, but what is the best exercise for someone who's gone through cancer treatment? So with all the ideas I just gave you and so many more, the best exercise for you is the one you're going to do. <laughs> so if yoga is your thing, do yoga. If belly dancing is your thing, do belly dancing, try things and see what you like, because ultimately you're not going to keep up with it if you don't enjoy it. So find the joy in movement, find the exercise you love to do. And that's the best type of movement for you. And it's also finding the best one that fits with your different body limitations. For me, I have a lot of pain in my, in my feet. And so long walks are not great anymore, much to my dog's dismay, but it, it also was hard for me because I used to be a big walker with my dogs. And a few years ago, we, we finally got a spin bike and I, I love it. I was really on it. And then I hurt my back. So I'm, I'm trying to find ways to get back into it, to strengthen my core again, so I can get back on my bike because that was something I definitely made time for, but I definitely, um, I'm going to join the challenge for next month because I need, I need motivation. And if I sign up to do something like that, and if I tell all of you out there that I'm going to do my challenge, then I'm going to do my challenge. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you on our, um, uh, in our challenge. Um, and you're absolutely right. You have to know what your body can do, um, and what you're comfortable with. One of the, um, elements of two unstoppable is that we do focus on what we can do, knowing that each of us has had treatments, surgeries, things done to our bodies that change our, what we can do, how our bodies function. You know, like I said, I have these mobility issues forever. My left side will always feel different than my right. Mm -hmm. um, some people, like you said, have neuropathy or other issues that cause them to be unable to walk distances, which is why some of the classes we offer, offer a chair-based version or a floor-based version to enable somebody to, to still work on their strength, flexibility, their core, 
without stomping their feet. Now, all this we've been talking about is really exercise after treatment, but is exercise okay? Well, you talked about it that your oncologist recommended for you to do during treatment. Is that obviously depends on your individual circumstances, but I would assume that's a good idea across the board if possible. Yes, it is now recommended that even during treatment, you move as much as you can. And again, we have to be patient with our bodies. So there are going to be some days where we can't do it. We can't even walk to the mailbox. We're not feeling well enough. But on the days when you can move, it's great to try. You know, um, there, there are lots of books written about um, people who have gone through different experiences with cancer. And I remember reading one from an athlete who had been through um, cancer treatment and she really wanted to keep moving. So her rule was, I will try for 10 minutes. If I'm not feeling it in 10 minutes, I will stop. I will give my body a break. I will be kind to myself. But often if you just get moving, you feel better and then you can keep moving. So it's worth trying. Sometimes you just have to say to yourself, let's just try, let me just try two minutes. Let me just try five minutes and see how I do. Um, And often you'll keep going after that. Now you already have a bevy of programs for women to choose from, but is there anything next on the horizon for Two Unstoppable or just keep going through the amazing work you're doing? So there are a couple things that we are working on. Um, One is we are working on offering more personal training. So if women can't find a class that fits for them, we want them to, if they would like to access personal training, we want them to find, again, an oncology certified specialist. So we now, even on our website today, we have a link to various directories. So you can find a certified professional on your own, but Two Unstoppable will soon be offering a form of personal training as well. Again, always on the virtual platform. We're also looking into offering exercise counseling. So a one-on-one conversation where we can help you determine what exercise is gonna work for you, what programs are out there, whether they're ours or from other sources that are going to work for you based on your personal um, physical needs, your um, what your preferences are, like, do I like a yoga type thing or do I like to run? Um, by the way, I don't run. <laughs> um, or, and also like, what's your schedule like, right? Like what's your, what, what are the demands on you during the week and what's going to fit into your schedule? Cause what we're looking for is to change your lifestyle behaviors for life. We're not looking for you to do this for two weeks. We want you to find a way like I did to make this a priority in your life and to become one of those people who says to yourself, what are you doing for exercise today? I love that, Michelle. That is the perfect way to wrap it up because we are out of time. So really quickly, thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk about this topic. And I think it's really important for everyone to know how um, important exercise is for us. It is. And you can find Two Unstoppable at twounstoppable.org. Social media on Facebook, it is Two Unstoppable. Instagram, Two Unstoppable to you. Highly recommend that for the, for the little challenges they have on there. So again, Michelle, thank you so much. Listeners, if you need our support, you can find us at breastfriends.org. You can donate on our website or by texting BF radio to 41444. You can find our show across many podcast platforms, also on the voice America health and wellness channel. And now you can watch the new episodes on our breast friends, YouTube channel. We will be back next week. And until then, remember we rise by lifting each other. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. 
Please join Michelle back again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We rise by lifting each other. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america health and wellness channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts